All right, guys, thank you for that one. And we've got Eric Kulish joining us, our air cargo editor. Let's talk a little bit about how carriers might want to pump the brakes on some excitement that they've got from a change in volumes. Eric, thank you for joining us this morning. We just talked a little bit about that news from Delta. Their cargo revenue is down 36% year over year for the third quarter. Carriers are thinking, okay, man, this can't get much worse, right? And now as we're heading into peak season, are things turning up or is it just kind of a false positive? Good morning, Kaylee. Yes, uh, false positive might be the way to characterize it. Um, you know, we've seen in the last few weeks in September um, kind of the market volumes and rates coming up some. Basically, it seems like it's lifted off uh, the bottom. We've been bumping. We finally found the bottom of the, the cycle after a long time bumping along, started to lift up a little bit. But my analysis shows that, you know, that seems to be just a little bit of a seasonal pickup. Um, that we would expect at this time of year. And even by seasonal standards, it's it's pretty small. And, you know, we've got the some uh, tailwinds also coming from Golden Week uh, celebration, uh, week-long celebration in China where the factories are closed down and a lot of shippers want to get their freight out a little early. So they, they kind of pre-book airlines and, and capacity ahead of time. So now post uh, or while Golden Week's going on, you've seen volumes, you know, kind of go back down. So we had Golden Week, you had uh, Apple with its iPhone release and maybe some other tech releases. So we've got these little blips and signs of optimism. And I think, you know, some people are reading a lot into that, um, especially after the International Air Transport Association uh, recently came out with its monthly report saying that in August, uh, air cargo demand was uh first time it was positive in like 19 months that it grew one and a half percent but some other data providers showed you know maybe one or two point declines for august and also in september that um you know volumes have been flat so if you take it all together basically year over year the market's still flat against a really weak a really really weak peak season last year so you know, I think, uh, like you said, false positives or, you know, take things uh, in stride or with a grain of salt for a while. And Eric, as we're looking at, of course, the macroeconomy, one of the big things that we're seeing a lot of retailers do are, of course, these deals to kind of entice some purchasing some consumer activity. Will this have any impact on air cargo potentially as we start to see a little bit more deals pop up from time to time? Not so much just looking at these big spikes of, okay, Black Friday sale, Going into Christmas, we have another sale, Cyber Monday, anything like that, but maybe these consistent little deals having to pop up, are we going to see any impact from that as well? I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, that, that's generally, you know, the reason why air freight is used to, to, to make sure you have stuff uh, in place when you have some of these uh, big, um, you know, kind of uh, retail programs and also for, you know, these big holiday season events like back to school, Halloween. Uh, Christmas. Um, but, you know, demand is just lumpy this year. And, you know, the other thing I would say is even though retailers for the most part have seen it finally corrected their overstock situation, there's, you know, it depends on the type of product. But more than that, the, the economy is so, there's so many mixed signals um, and so much uncertainty that a lot of retailers are taking a wait and see approach. You know, they're they're ordering a little bit here and there where they need it, but they're not ordering to the same extent or, or maybe, 
they probably would have had to order by now. They, they didn't order as much in the summer, um, you know, because there's just so much uncertainty and they don't want to get caught in another overstock situation again. So we'll have to see. You never know. There could be a, a late minute surge uh, to air to get things in. But right now it's not looking so much. I think the the biggest kind of takeaway from this is the fact that month on month, this might be positive and certainly positive from the second quarter into the third. But year over year, these numbers are still really abysmal. And as you mentioned in your Delta story, it's kind of bad even compared to pre-COVID comps. Delta was underperforming for the third quarter, even when compared to 2019, which was, again, a tough year for air cargo. As we continue to see some of these companies report for the third quarter and prepare for the fourth, do you think that that's a trend that we could expect to see from the majority of carriers is the fact that not only was this bad when you compare them to the COVID years, that inflated economy we saw, but it's also bad compared to pre-COVID? Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, 2019 wasn't a great year for cargo. Uh, it was down from 2018. So some of the comps are, um, you know, on par now with 2019. So that's some ways that's good. In some ways, you know, it's glass half full, glass half empty. Um, but, you know, I think as these carriers uh, report third quarter earnings, you know, probably the trend like it did in the second quarter, you know, a lot of them, United American, uh, you know, report later this week. And, you know, they'll probably be down similarly in percentage wise in their cargo revenue in the, you know, 30% range plus um, to, as Delta was. And then you'll have some carriers uh, that are, you know, especially in Europe and Asia that may have even bigger revenue down shortfalls of, you know, 40% or more. So, um, you know, I think rates are a little, you know, they're 20% higher in some places than in 2019, but, you know, volumes aren't great as a comparison and, you know, yields are a little better. So that that's good. But, um, um, you yeah, know, overall, the, the comps are getting very close to 2019. And Eric, one of the things that we chatted with with Grace Sharkey a little bit earlier this morning was around the state of the consumer. Can you talk to some of the impacts that student loan debt payments are going to have on this market? Well, yeah, that's that's the point I try to make in the article that, you know, even though there's a, a little bit of an uptick in the air cargo, there's just not a lot. If you look a little further ahead and see some of the economic signals, the there's a, still a lot of pressure on the consumer. So where's the big demand surge for a so-called recovery going to come from? The, you've got the Consumer, uh, the student loan repayments are starting in the U.S. Consumer spending's a little sluggish. I think some childcare subsidies out of the pandemic have have ended. Um, you know, industrial production's you know still in contraction territory in the U.S. and other markets, although maybe improving slightly. So, um, and then you know you just have the interest rates from the Fed um, finally starting to wear on businesses, and there's this lag of you know where businesses it takes time for these interest rates to trickle into the economy and and people to, to say you know what borrowing is expensive i think i'll pull back on you know opening another storefront or investing in some machinery or hiring some new people so that might you know that's starting to take hold and that could carry over into the first half of 2024. a lot of interesting dynamics at play here eric thanks so much for joining us this morning thanks a lot anthony anytime Right now, we're going to toss things over to Kaylee Nixon on the next look at today's weather.